The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. Place your bets. We're back again. I didn't know what was going to happen, but it did. My second season of Dirty Mo Dough. After the full degeneracy a year ago, I was questioning whether we'd be invited to return, but we are back and a lot to talk about. My man, Professor, is back on the line. Professor, how was the offseason? You good to go? It was pretty good. It was a short off season, but it was good. I'm all ready. Right, all right. I like it. Producer Trav and a new face, which I'm taking a little bit of, you know, this hurt my feeling a little bit here. We got Alex Timms in studio. So I'm out here in Phoenix, waste management, full degeneracy week. It's going to be awesome. Uh, so Tim's just slid right into the studio. Now, Tim's claims he is a producer at Dirty Mo Media, but after talking about some sports picks over the winter and some football bets, I really think he's a gambler who plays producer. Yeah, I'm the resident gambler here at Dirty Mo Media, so that's kind of my full-time job, and then I do the producing. So that's like I'll, uh, I'll just give you a game. quick synopsis on who Tim's is. We were in Nashville uh, last summer for the race, and on Saturday we're out on the lake. I look to find him. He's not in the water. He's in the on the boat firing off picks. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's who he to. is. You, so wait a second. I don't understand the point of what you just said. That seems totally normal. You think he should be swimming? I, you know, I thought he'd be out in the water where, you know, having drinks, relaxing. No, my man is on the boat just firing After I got the plays off. in, man. After I got the plays in, I got to get the plays first, then I can enjoy myself. That's it. Well, this is a big, it's a big week. We're going to talk NASCAR futures. We're going to talk Super Bowl, um, a.k.a. the Taylor Swift football game. And we're going to talk waste management uh, because I'm out here. And I'm going to be one of the guys on 16 cheering. So let's jump in. Let's start with what we think we know. Let's start NASCAR futures. Let's talk championship. Opening odds, Trav. Give me the top three or four favorites. Who do the, who do the books love? Books love Blaney at plus 500. Larson, Byron, Hamlin are the next. And then Elliott is fifth. Shocker that the books love Elliott. Bell, Truex, Logano, Bush, Reddick round out the top ten. I'm going to keep this really simple. We could talk all day about a championship, but I think we're wasting our time with those odds. Um, you can get them late into the season at probably five or six to one. The only person I would be betting on now is if you're a fan of a what I consider a long shot, a Chris Buescher, a Brad Kay, a somebody that the books don't give a ton of credit to because, like, what's Brad Kay right now, Trav? Brad is uh, plus 1,600. So, Professor, right? Like, as soon as he wins a race – if he wins a race, that's going to get cut instantly. So if you're a Brad K fan, fire it early. I don't see any other reason. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think if you're a Denny Hamlin, I like Denny Hamlin the best if you're going to bet him because I think once he wins two or three races, then he's going to he's going to go to four to one, five to one. So, but he set seven. If to you one, believe this is the year, if you're willing to put year. your your chips yep. into action's detrimental bucket, you could take Denny Hamlin now. I am. I'm taking Denny Hamlin now. So listen, championship doesn't excite me. Here's what excites me, and I want to jump right into it. NASCAR future bets, which is over under win total for the season. I think this is where my whole interest is for the year. Tim's is drooling over there. He's been studying up. I have some opinion. Let's talk about the season in general. Uh, same car as last year, right? The same car's coming back. Not a big car change. A few tweaks at the short tracks with the aero package. I don't think any of that is going to like upend who runs well. I do think the new Ford... Uh, and new Toyota bodies are a bit of an unknown. Uh, not as much Daytona or the short tracks, but like, you know, they were really good at the mile and a half, the Kansases and those places of the world. So, you know, when I look at, say, Tyler Reddick at over two and a half wins, 
with the Camry he had, I had a lot of confidence. I think there's a little bit of an unknown. It doesn't scare me dramatically. Professors or anything shake up wise teams or drivers that you think is going to change like the overall landscape of the sport. No, I think it's going to be very similar to last year. I think, you know, you could have, you know, Busher won two races last year for RFK. I think those two wins could easily go to Keselowski. I think, you know, Chase Elliott's going to win this year. So I think those those wins could be. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You just got to bury that. You go bury that headline. So Tim's what you'll learn about the professor is he doesn't know what a soundbite is. Right, like he buries the sound bites. Poor producer Trav has to dig him out of here like a like like we're looking for it's needles. It's been in a five minutes though. It's not like it, last year was forty minutes in. This is early. This is early. Well, what are you surprised about? What I said, Chase well, Elliott. You said uh, emphatically, Chase Elliott's going to win this year. Now he I is, agree. But, uh, he is, but what we'll get to his his wins total for the year. I don't think he's going to be over that, or it's going to be close. Like that's a, that's a lot. But I don't I don't think you're going to go another year with him not winning. All right, Tim's number one bet on the board. What is the what is the over under that you're you're firing on? What I'm are you getting out of the lake and onto the boat? What are you I'm getting on the boat? Hammering Tyler Reddick over two and a half wins at plus one sixty five. It's such a good price for a guy who's hit this uh, in twenty twenty two. I know it was with uh, RCR, but he was two wins last year. And how many times did we see Tyler Reddick come out of the gates? dominate the first stage and then we never saw him again they have speed they always qualify up front even with the new body of the toyota i, I still think he can this is kind of his breakout year and 23 11's breakout year i think it's it's time that they take that next step i think this is the year i'm hammering over two and a half wins for reddick well if it's shop driven then it's a lock because i got a tour of the new 2311 shop and i'm gonna tell you that thing is fire i mean it has yeah. got bells whistles and I mean, it's got it all um so we'll see if the shop professor i couldn't Maybe I just haven't been around you much. Um, what what is that? It's because I didn't know what your facial was. Was that an agree or a disagreement? Well, there's we've had large bulks of time when we were together, like 24 hours. But other than that, yeah. Like, listen, if this is a short podcast, that's because I'm in Phoenix, but my computer charger is in the uh, booth at Daytona from the Rolex. So we're gonna roll this one forward a little bit. So you don't hate Reddick? I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Three wins is a lot when you look at it. It's a lot of wins. There's a lot of road courses, though, and he's really good at road courses. He was good at road courses with RCR. He wasn't very good last year. This is going to be a good year with these two disagreeing. I can't wait. I, he won I'm Coda, the I think, seat. didn't he? <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't have to think. He did. Yeah. He, yeah. he won last year on a road course, but I'm saying, like, that's, that's, a lot, that's a lot of wins. In my mind, he wins two road courses, and then he wins Kansas, which is – a 2311 masterclass with Bubba Wallace winning two years ago. I think Tyler won last year there. And that's, that already hits this total. So in my mind, I think this is, yeah, I disagree with you, Ross. But. So here's what I'll tell you. I think the line is great. I do think plus 165 is it. I wouldn't bet this line at even money or plus 110 or 120. But because you're getting the big heavy juice, Tims, I think that's really what I see, right? Because I think he's going to win. My number would have been two. If you said shake your magic eight ball, I would have found two wins. So the question is, can you pick up a third? I want to talk about the guys that fell short last year. A winless Chase Elliott, a winless Alex Bowman, a winless Brad Keselowski in his own equipment. Um, you know, their lines are lower. Let's talk Bowman, half, you know, half win. Basically, he needs to win one race. Kez, half win. He needs to win one race. Um, Professor, is, are, we, are we all going to say Kez is finally going to break through in his own equipment? I think this is the year. I would think so. I think that that's an easy bet, but it's that's a lot of minus money there too. 
Well, I challenged Tim's on that, and he had an interesting thought. He thought we could shop it and find an alternate line. So explain to the listener at home, when you say alternate line, what are you looking for? Yeah, so like the, the books will offer you their standard line, which is half a win minus 175. You're not really going to bet that. It's a lot of juice. So if you can find an alternate line, which is basically a line with better odds, like you could bet him one and a half wins over. That means he has to win two races. Tim's saying taking one and a half wins for Brad. That has me a little nervous, though. Well, you'd have to find it. You'd have to get plus money. But the one that I like, though, is the Bowman. Minus 145 for half win. Yeah. I mean, Denny said it on his podcast, Action's Detrimental. Like, I think he was hurt last year, and I think it showed. And I think he bounces back and at least wins one race. Uh, but again, minus 145 for a guy who really didn't perform well when he came back has me a little iffy. But, I mean, if we're just betting him to win a race, I think he makes the playoff and wins a race. It's still a Hendrick car. So it's a simple question, man. The, 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 pie, you know, the pizza has 36 slices. Right. Are we going to divvy these up or 16 drivers, 15 drivers, 14 drivers? You know, SVG took a win last year. It was, fi- it was 15 different winners last year. Yeah. Like, so I guess my, my point is, are we going to have who's the next William Byron? Is there going to be a William Byron? You know, is somebody going to chunk off five wins? Are we going to have a couple? You know, if you go back in the last decade, Denny Hamlin, and Kevin Harvick, that one year, I don't know what they won, like 13 races, some ridiculous total between the two of them. So that's really what we're betting on here. Right. Is is this a sprinkling and with this car, I think it's going to continue to shrink the number of winners, but I don't think it's going to go back to like a ridiculously no number. I think we're going to see 12, 12 to 15 winners every year with this car. And it's not just the car. Let me go even further. Um, the teams, the lower funded teams off the back of the field are disappearing. Right, like Spire used to be kind of a lower funded team. They bring Gainbridge on board. They got three cars now. Rick Ware Racing got Justin Haley. Like, you know, the depth of field, we kind of went from college to the pros. I'll tell you where I think one of those wins comes from, and it's the Kyle Busch RCR stable. I don't think he wins a race this year, and I think he stumbles to even make the playoffs. That's, that's my bold take off the bat here, uh, bat here boys. You, 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 you fogged up my new glasses. He saved that for 12 even... minutes. Yeah, He's I, my first one to 500. I, I, don't think, I don't see it. I Week think he one, fell off. And we're at odds. We are off, ladies and gentlemen. That's spectacular. <laughs> he fell off last year. I mean, he was an unknown factor. Well, he so I'm just going to. We, we established that. But he is. Yeah, gonna... Tier 3 Kyle, right? Yeah. What's his line? What's his line? His line is plus one and a half wins, so he needs two. Yeah, as minus 105 to get the under. No chance he doesn't win a race. I don't think so. I, he's, 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 I see done, what you're saying. No, listen, listen, I'm going to argue for and against. Here's Tim's point, and he's right on this. You don't know when the valve shuts off, right? Like Kevin Harvick, nothing, right? Like Chase Elliott last year, I know there were some circumstances with a leg, this, that, and the other, no wins, right? Like, like Jimmy Johnson went from, you know, I had the Kale Yarbrough, rest in peace, Mr. Yarbrough, the 83 win helmet, right? And he, I'm sure he had an 84 DW helmet that we never saw, right? Because, you know, I only say that because, the, the, look, the athletes don't know. If we all knew, then this would be easy. Um, so, so your thinking of Kyle Busch is not crazy, but I don't think this is the year he goes to zero. I don't hate under one and a half, but I think there's at least a one on the board. I think if he does win one, it will be a Daytona Talladega. So I agree with Russ. There might be some value at Daytona, but 
Yeah, We're, under one and a half is definitely the bet. So remember, last year he's leading at the end of regulation in the 500. The the 500's on February 18th. You ready for this? The last two times the race was on February 18th in the 500 was won by an RCR driver, and it's gonna be win it. That's gonna be three in a row. And he's in his kind of 19th try at the 500, almost 20th if you include the year he won the the, the year he broke his leg. So like Earnhardt won it in his 20th year, are trying. So, you know, the, all the stars are aligning for my guy, Kyle, tier three, Kyle. P Professor, you're going to have to come up with like a, like a NASCAR scoregami site. I don't know what exactly it would be, but it'd have to be something with like dates, like who hasn't won on certain dates or what, what dates have we never had a race won on or, you know, like some sort of scoregami site. Yeah. Professor, I know it's early, but do you, th what tier do you think Kyle Busch will end up for Daytona? He'll be like tier two would be my guess. Okay. I haven't run it yet. So we hit on Bowman. What's your thoughts on Chase? Because you, Rush, you said he's going to win, but the number's two and a half. Well, so he's won um, three or more in four of the prior five years when he, uh, before last year. So, so that three wins is, is, totally in his realm but going winless last year you know what does that toll take on him or does that even more motivation i would say it's more motivation problem you have with chase is you have the super fan issue right you just can't get any value i mean i i'm just gonna say it right like i do what do i think is gonna happen i think he's gonna have a monster year i think going winless humbles everybody um i think it's gonna light a fire that was already there but it's gonna be even brighter uh, man i just I, look, I've been there. I watched Jimmy Johnson go to victory lane, right? I've been that teammate at Hendrick watching somebody win. He saw, you know, William Byron win number 300 for Mr. Hendrick. He saw two of his buddies, his teammates, go to the championship four. I just think, um, I think it's a big year because winless is okay. Back-to-back -back winless, oh boy, man, that's a slippery slope. And for that reason, I just don't see it. I think, I think, he, I think they find some magic. Um, the problem is, is I don't know where, you know, because he's not dominant, kind of. He's still good at the road courses, not dominant. Okay. He's kind of okay everywhere, which is the other reason why I think he could kind of win, because I don't think he's leaning on anything as the must-win racetrack. Yeah, I, it's more of a wait and see, I think, for, for me. it's uh, if, he's, if he wins early, then I think it sets the tone for the whole year. He might rack off two or three more. But if, he, if it's race 12, 13, 14, he wins, I don't know if this number hits. So... I, I don't know. It kind of just kind of the wait and see method would chase for me. There's my sleeper Daytona 500 pick, man. NASCAR's on Netflix. Taylor Swift is pumping the Super Bowl. Why not have NASCAR's most popular driver win the biggest race of the year? Just, you know. I tell you what, though, him and Bowman better win early, as Alex said, if it's like race 12, because think about that pressure. Larson and Byron doing their thing and you're still winless. You know that's eating at them, and you know how you know how competitive that building is, Steve. Like, what do you think that pressure is like? If it, if they oh, it's go real. It's real. It's real, real, real. Like, it is uncomfortable, right? Not winning at a company that basically, you know, I say has everything. Let me just say they, they want for kind of nothing, right? Like, you know, they have all the resources. They have all the stuff. Um, you know, we saw it in the Netflix documentary, right? Like, Jeff Gordon was joking, man, I can't believe we got two in the championship four. And Mrs. Hendrick was like, I can't believe we didn't have four. And she said that. You know, it was a tongue-in-cheek moment. I don't want to blow it up too much, but what she means is she sees what they have, 
right? As you know, she's not in charge of running the business, but she sees everything that her husband and all the executives put into it. And it's, man, it's a lot. Any more sleepers before we move over? Because the football is getting kicked and, and well, Professor did some research. So hold on, before we pivot from away from NASCAR, I've got a question for you. We saw Denny with uh, his shoulder injury and it wasn't really known. Sports gambling is about to become legal in North Carolina. Do you think we could see an injury report with drivers and or pit crew members? So this is interesting. I don't think so because I equate it to golf and you don't get an injury report in golf because it's not a player on a team. It's an individual on its own. So I equate racing and golf as the most similar things. You know, it's kind of why it is a team and I don't want to take away the team aspect. You're really betting on the driver. Right. You're assuming we don't know enough about the team. I mean, I could tell you the names of the picker guys and, the you know, but that's not the public isn't betting on, you know, the third engineer. They're betting their driver. Uh, and those changes in engineering on pit crew happens all the time without moving the line. So I don't think injury reports. What I hope happens, though, is when I wander over to TPC Scottsdale and make my way to the 16th, there's a sports book on site. You want to talk about double down degeneracy. That's what I can. Mr. Marcus Smith, I hope you're listening. Uh, Chip Weil or whoever at NASCAR. And I know it's different per state. And I know it's way over my ski tips of how to make this legal. But if you want to make it big, you've got to get gambling at the venue. That's the next move for me. Tim's, I know you're on your phone and do all that. But don't. here's the other problem. Is gambling is mostly done on Wi-Fi. And these tracks are so big that they aren't the best Wi-Fi coverage. I mean, the front stretch at Daytona is one mile long, right? So it's yeah. easy to say, let's have Wi-Fi. We can't get in their dirty most studio. So how yeah. do we think they're gonna get it all the way up and down the front stretch of Daytona? So that's why I think in, or just even if it's a kiosk, you know, the old kiosk, we go just tap it in, print your card. I think gambling on site is the next big monster move. Yeah, I think it, like you go up and get two more beers, you get two more bet slips as well on the way back. I think it just becomes part of the, the you know concession stand run at cautions and stuff like that i, I think it's a no-brainer to get a kiosk that's the other thing live betting right so we, we yeah. you know we talk about lines and all this stuff but what about like hey man you can bet stage one like a horse race you know and what if you can live bet stage two during stage one like man put us in charge of it we'll have some awesome stuff now that books might lose money but that's not my problem i'm talking about some entertainment value yeah there's nothing like holding the, the physical bet slip in your hand and then either ripping it up piece or... of paper yeah, that exactly. piece of paper. How that many times me. though have you ever torn the wrong one? Yo, I had one of those in Vegas. I had a winner and a loser, and in my pissed off, it was the Alabama Tennessee game. I can't remember the game. It was when we were in Vegas for the weekend, and I was like, God, oh, wrong ticket. Tore up the winner. Now, luckily, you can go up there and they can find, they can look it up on the serial number because my tickets were next to one another and. First class MGM Sportsbook. I'd like to thank them. They actually paid the ticket. Um, now, you had to get that stupid stare. Like yeah. the lady's like, so you want me to pay something that you were too dumb not to tear up? Maybe you yeah. should lose that principle. What happens if you just leave it or lose it? Well, then it would go um, in the graveyard of the Michigan 50-50 tickets. <laughs> Tim, have you ever heard this story? No, I've never. So at the track, they do 50-50s, and they're monsters. A couple hundred yeah. grand. So we always throw 20 bucks in, five or six guys throw 20 bucks in, make a reasonable pot, you know, kind of like the lotto pot, right? Well, we have a 50-50 pot. Well, the professor, because he's not on air, he runs down and gets the 50-50 tickets and he tapes them to the glass in the booth. 
And this thing looks like a CVS receipt. I mean, it's like this long. I mean, this thing is crazy, right? So I know this is hard to believe, but we're broadcasting. We're not real worried about the 50-50. So we're, and we're calling the race, race is over, right? We get back and we're, I wanna say we're getting, flying home. And someone's on Twitter and they're like, man, Russ, we didn't win the 50-50 because Michigan Speedway said there's no 50-50 winner on their Twitter. And he's like, um, no, nah, well, um, and he's starting to talk in circles. And we're like, man, what, what you talking about? Left the ticket taped to the glass. So to this day, <laughs> we're confident there was a 200 and something thousand dollar 50-50 ticket that Professor just left. I hope they donated to like Speedway Children's Charity. They did. Because they did. It was, it's better off with the kids than with you. That's You're not wrong with that statement, but that is not your decision to make. <laughs> all right let's do it james you got any more uh, uh nascar season bets uh just one and it, it already moved so it kind of is a whatever bet to the line. yeah i mean denny hamlin over two and a half wins it was plus money last week and i was like anytime you get denny hamlin to win three races plus money just take it but it's even money now which isn't bad but i don't know it, Two or three is kind of the right line for me. So, well, you're not going to take the under and then see him on Sunday recording actually is detrimental and be like, oh man, you won. I hate it for you because, you know. Yeah, my goal exactly. is just not getting fined this year. That's my. Uh, you know, so I want to know when am I allowed to put some dirty Mo Media lines? That's not going to be a week one thing, but for the listeners, hang around week three or four because I'm going to start firing up some lines. Like, does. Danny Hamlin get fined because of his podcast. Does door bumper clear get called to the NASCAR glass tower for saying something stupid? Does Dale Jr. ask for Mike on the microphone when Mike's no longer sitting there and he's somewhere else? Like anything can happen. Like the lines are gonna, I don't know exactly what all they're gonna be like, but we're gonna find them. We can get our own Dirty Mo uh, sports book going. For sure. All right, the Taylor Swift Bowl. Um, I'm just gonna tell you, maybe, maybe I'm believing the hype. I know my daughter's a Swifty. So maybe I'm just believing the hype, but I'm on Kansas City. I'm on Travis Kelsey on all his overs. He's going to score a touchdown. He's going to have the yards. I love all of that stuff. Professor, you said you were tickling the ivories. So please state your case. I did. Where do you want to start? Just with them winning? A winning bet. What we want to start Go, is yeah. with a winning bet. Just win a bet. Okay. So this was an interesting stat I saw was that teams that travel west to play in the Super Bowl have a 7-0 and record versus teams that travel east for the Super Bowl. So the Chiefs have to travel west, and San Francisco is traveling east, and they're seven and zero in the Super Bowl. How crazy is that? It's a great stat. But you might as well just say the Patriots play in New England. Oh, is that too much for the Eagles? Fans? Wait, so, so where did the Eagles travel to? <laughs> they didn't travel west, then did they? The Bahamas, because they're they, off. They both. <laughs> no, I'm saying last it. year. Where did the Eagles travel to? Because uh, they both traveled west. That doesn't count, Travis. No, that's... no. Listen, I'm, I'm picking on your stat, but those are the types of stats we're looking for. Because we're not going to claim to be football experts. I bet on dumber things. Okay. Like so, so this like one's it. even better. You ready for this? The Chiefs are 19 and one in the last 20 times they played when it was a waxing crescent moon. And Does it lost. matter that Allegiant Stadium is indoors? If you can't see the moon, it doesn't matter. Does it change it's, it? It's still the moon. It's still the the gravitational pull. Look at Trav. Trav's flipping through his notes. You didn't have waxing crescent <laughs> on your notes? What? What? Is, I don't even know what a waxing crescent moon is. Is it just like to the left, to the right, the small one? I don't even know what it is. Yeah, well, wax professor is getting bigger. <laughs> it, it's a stat. It doesn't matter. Okay, here's the one I love. 
I'm taking no no uh, no return on the kickoff, touchback on the kickoff. But you cashed that bet last year, right? You hammered that one. No, last year I was on the wrong side. Last yeah, year I was were. convinced they were gonna run it out, and they didn't. This year, being in Vegas in the dome, I think that that altitude, so on and so forth. I think this baby doesn't get returned. I'm what about with you the on moon, that one. The gravitational pull does that help or yeah. hurt? <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I'm going to have to call my physics. I'm going to call to call Kappa Sig like I did during the Rolex. That's my kid's frat. I'm going to call those smart Phoenix. The, hey, uh, I'm going to call the, 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 the frat kids and be like, hey, give me the gravitational pull of the waxing crescent, and I need this information stat. <laughs> Tim's, what's your uh, information on the coin toss? Because apparently it's not 50-50. It's not. 53% of the time it hits tails. So Tails never fails, my man. Everyone knows that. It's like for sure we got to be on tails. That's all I heard. All I needed to hear was that it was favored tails and tails never fails. So I'm betting tails. I mean, I think look. there's something with the, if you start the coin with heads and he flips it, it's an extra rotation for heads. I don't know. There's a theory out there, but it's not 50 50. So tails all the way. I do it just because I need a little, I need a little juice right at the start. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that rush, I mean, the game hasn't even started yet, and you got to bet on something is FaceTime all your buddies. Come on, come on, yeah. tails. Everybody's what? still in the kitchen getting a plate, and you're glued to the screen for the coin toss. Yeah, like, right. They're all at the dip table. I'm like, man, we're on. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of it uh, how the ref flips the coin, I read today, the last 10 years, the under is uh, has hit 6% of the time that Bill Vinovich is a referee of a game. He's refereeing the Super Bowl. 65% of the money, though, is on the over. So the public's betting the over because that's more fun. But stat says with this ref, the under. I can't bet on the under, man. I just can't do it. I can't ever bet on an under of a game I'm going to watch. Now, I'm not Why? saying I'll never bet an under. Why? Because you want the fun? Yeah. But let me tell you this, though. With the under, you're winning until you lose. The over, you're always losing until you win. Such is my life. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is the over is never dead until the whistle. Where the under can die in the third quarter. That's true. Just like I need the coin flip right away, I got to hold on to that over for all well, see, four that's quarters the best. every minute. Some last second overtime. Like, I got, how about a BS? We're going to take a safety to run the clock out. And I'm telling you, though, with analytics, I, I, like, do we feel that it's trending lower scores now that they, like, go for it on fourth and manage the clock better? Like, I would love to know what the – NFL totals look like over the last five years. I feel like this is purely a degenerate gambler, right? When I'm watching games, I see more smart plays, going down at the one, staying in bounds, running the clock. Like, these players just used to run for the end zone. I feel like that's not happening as much. Well, see, and that's what I think San Francisco is going to try to do is keep control of the ball and keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. Is You know, the offense isn't as high-powered as it used to be, but it's, it's still Patrick Mahomes, which is why I found a bet today – Number 49ers to record a rush attempt. Over four and a half players is plus 168. You already know that Brock Purdy, Chris McCaffrey, and Debo Samuel are going to run the ball. That's three right now. Then you have anywhere between Kyle Juszczyk, Juwan Jennings, and Elijah Mitchell. Two out of those three, and you cash that. I think they're going to try to run, run, run. I wonder how that gets scored. Like a jet sweep with a receiver, that'd be a rush. A, a, a jet sweep or a pop pass, is any? those are recorded as rushes. Does it matter if they use they lose like twelve yards on the Jets? It doesn't matter. It, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's the attempt. attempt. That's the other thing. And but I that's think they're the gonna problem use... I have. 
Well, I'm going to jump on the Timson. So this is the problem I have with the Mahomes rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the lines are obviously very close, but it, say they're winning, right? You could lose six or eight yards in the last series of downs, right? Three yeah. knees, and it's like, yeah. you know, could be taken right from your grips. grips. Yeah. Mm. The number yeah. one, um, one of the number one prop bets right now is Brock Purdy over 12 and a half rushing yards at minus 130. That's one of the most popular bets right now. So I'm taking it. I, yeah, I know he's not. I know he's not known as a runner, but I'm taking the Brock Purdy, and it's going to cash in one breakout play. It isn't going to be five runs. It's going to be a busted play, something, 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 and he's going to scamper for like forty or some it's crazy. Worth rem- it's worth remembering NFL sacks are not accounted for rushing. Really? Oh, I believe that's college. It is. Yeah, college. It is. I know that. So I like can't the kneels, all these rules. the kneels are rushing attempts, but a sack isn't. How about the other lighthearted stuff? Do we have an opinion on yeah. the national national anthem? National anthem it's over and under ninety point five seconds. Now it's Reba McIntyre, country singer. I did some homework, went watched a uh, national anthem from a couple decades ago. It came in basically at ninety seconds. Now my theory is. She's going to hit a couple notes. Brave is going to go a little longer. There's going to be a few that she drags on. Now, the question is, the video that I was watching, she was at a rodeo. So she's putting a little twang on. Now, does she remove some of that twang and keep it shorter? And I'll put another wrinkle in your system. Closed dome, the flyover doesn't have to be timed right. Sometimes you get a bit longer because they give them the old F-150s are not quite here yet. Stretch that baby out. This is going to be a cut TV shot. None of that's going to have to matter at the same time. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm patriotic. I'm taking the over. I want it to last, man. I want to soak it all in before that ball goes in the air. Yeah, the last one under under 90 seconds was was Billy Joel in 2007. Like 90 seconds is 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 nothing for what it's been lately. Yeah, this opened at like 84 too, which was super low. I think. And if you're Reba, you got to maximize your TV time. And yeah. doesn't she have like a band that's going to be with her? It's not just going to be her this time either. Now I don't. It makes me nervous though. Now that because has when me it's worried. acapella, you can stretch, you can that's artistic, I mean. artistic creation. But when you're when you're going on a band, you know, I'm yeah, no but drummer, but it's one, two, three, like it's beats. I'm still taking the over. I'm taking the over. Yeah. I'm taking the over, and I'm taking tails. I'm taking a safety because everyone loves a safety in the Super Bowl. I mean, come on. There's certain bets you have to take. Gatorade color for the bath. Now, I will say, the other day, Kyle Shanahan was asked about his favorite color, and he said, like, I don't know, maybe orange. So orange has moved, but there's purple, blue, then there's yellow, green, lime together, orange, red, and pink are together, clear and or water, and then no Gatorade bath. So, so I, don't, I don't bet this. I don't like it. Why not? Huh? Why do we care about Shanahan? We, we just said the Chiefs were going to win. Yeah, it's the Taylor Swift theory. They want that picture. They're not going to put purple and blue Gatorade on it or orange. They're doing clear. They're doing Chief Red, one of those two. No, see, that's the thing is, so they've done, the Chiefs have done orange and they've done purple. Now, you know why I'm have, not taking it? Because they're going to be showing Taylor Swift and we ain't going to even see it live. It doesn't I'm not matter. I'm going to search this shit on YouTube. No, I no, think, it does matter. My entertainment matters. And I either want to see the splash or I want no action. They're going to see it. And I also think that's why red is the play because it works with both teams' colors plus. If the Chiefs do want to play into the Taylor Swift thing with the red, that is the play. I will say, though, we have seen a couple years where there was nothing. I don't think they're dousing. Uh, I, I'm just going to tell you, man, I don't think you're going to. I don't think old Andy is taking the bath. 
He's taking it. He doesn't have a choice. I watched him take it last year. It was the saddest thing in my life. Mm-hmm. He's not going to turn it down now. I will say, Bill Belichick, one year, there was none. 2017. That, I believe. Bill, not even not even coaching this year, man. Don't We're, take me down that road. My emotion can't handle that at the moment. <laughs> I will say, uh, halftime. I know you guys aren't Usher fans, but the over-under is eight songs. That okay, so no, knowing nothing, knowing nothing. Uh, to your point, I, I, like, I like Usher's music, but not a fan. I couldn't name a song. But he seems to have a real book of music to only play eight. He's, he's got nine number one hits alone. Oh, you, you got to play the nine. Like, that's the like past, saying, you know, when you put a star up there like that, you got to hit them all, right? You put... Right? Also the past, so last year, yeah. 13 songs. The year before, 11. The year prior, 9 and then 15. Eight and a half is catched every time. And that's not with... Let's say Little John comes out. Is he going to let Little John do something? If Ludacris or whoever, like, there's Taylor Swift. Those songs. Taylor Swift Ta- comes out. Taylor Swift is not coming out. I mean, no, I mean, she's flying from Japan. Yeah, but you the know math this is works. What's going on? The math works for her, though. Yeah, Everyone's the math like, works because oh, she's working a bazillion dollars. Yeah, I'm going to say the math a, that works for you and I because we're on JAL. We ain't making she, our connection. She's flying <laughs> Air Latart. Yeah, she's got that yeah. PJ. <laughs> yeah. If she's an Air Latart, man, then I hope she has the toll pass for her car because that's how I get places. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Although I was a little shocked Kelsey didn't go to the Grammys. I won't lie. He can't. Yeah. No, but, I mean, she's flying from Japan after a concert. Dang, she's day, not The wor- next day. Yeah, but she he gets go, there. He like, skip a day. I don't even think they were practicing yet. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't hate the Taylor Swift thing. And here's why I say this. I'm not a hater. I love sports. Here's why. If I felt like it was a game, like like they were playing a game, or something, I think she is, like I love that she's invested, invested. Like she's putting on the shirts and hanging out with the parents and the drunk brother with the shirt off. And it's like, like, am I, am, am I getting duped or do we all believe that's true? I thought originally that it was like just for publicity. It, I'm no, I'm 100% on board with it being real. Like you don't take that much. She's been to, I forget how many games they said she's gone to. Like she had Kyle Yusechek's uh, wife make a special jacket. Like there's too much time invested. Like she's got. Oh, when I read an article, like she doesn't need to be more popular. I read an article. I thought this was super classy. I don't remember where I read it, but she tipped all of the people that worked either in the suite or the security. I'm not exactly sure who. Like a hundred, like nothing to her, a hundred bucks. But she realizes that her being there is a major inconvenience for a large sum of people. And she, that's classy, little folded up hundy, you know, taken out of that. They said, I want, didn't they say Russell, like came out of the back of her phone, like she had a plan, opened yeah. her phone case, and handed up a couple Benjamins folded up. $100 to everyone that was like inconvenienced by the day. Hey, Travis, you don't know what this is because you never worked somewhere. But when the boss comes in, you have to say, the apple is red. The apple is red. Yeah, I'm getting ready. I'm going to let him know that. uh, Dale, do you want to say anything to LaTarte right now? We're taping our podcast. We're on the Super Bowl right now. Who do you like in the Super Bowl? Are you Uh, you Chiefs? Because we're all Chiefs. Um, I got the 49ers uh, by 10. (laughs) Blowout. 49ers blowout. 10 points is not a blowout. (laughs) In the Super Bowl it is. All right, Super Bowl. We're, we're let, let's shop the Super Bowl. What else? Anything else on Super Bowl before we move on? You, so you're all in on Kelsey, right? I'm all in on Kelsey, man. He's gonna for sure score a touchdown. 
And I'm gonna tell you, this isn't even the Taylor Swift. You know what this is? When he threw Justin Tucker's out of the way in the end zone, he's my guy. And here's why. He is a fun-loving guy. He's Gronk, right? Ah, blah. He didn't look like fun-loving Travis Kelsey in the last game. Like, am I the only one that saw, like, he had a different, like, yeah. like he was not there to have fun. He was there to win. He made some ridiculous catches in that first drive, too, that he was playing angry, and he, he wanted it bad. I, I agree. I, think, I have him as a first touchdown, too, because if Taylor's there, they're going, they're going to him early often, and he's scoring. Well, and give, give, any, give him an any time at minus 110 also. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anytime. And if you're the NFL, I'd be talk, calling the Kansas City OC and be like, if you can get it to Kelsey on the first touchdown when everybody's still watching this game right here, man, you'd be flying air NFL for the rest of the year. First play, first three plays, plus five, first five plays, anything. Early and on. if you are on the other side and you don't think it's going to Travis, you haven't watched. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And all the numbers add up for him to, to score too and be on the over. Well, look, we're, go- we're all remote. We're going to be remote this year, but I'm remote because I'm out west. and hanging out with my man, Dale Jared. He lives out here. We got a couple other buddies here. We're here for waste management. We're playing a little golf. Uh, let's talk a little golf. Wyndham Clark, record at Pebble Beach. They lose the last round because of the crazy weather out there. Uh, I've never been to waste management. If you're a listener and you don't know what it is, it's the one with the 16th hole that's wrapped with stands and it's total chaos. I'm not going to claim I'm a golf expert. I love JT Poston, Hickory Kid. I'm going to put a little something on him. But the number one bet I'm going to be on is for a Thursday hole-in-one because I'm going to be there. And it, that's like betting the under. You can't be in the stands and cheering against a hole-in-one. You might as well not go. Yeah, You can't be under the table slowly like fist pumping because no one made a hole-in-one. you got to be with the crowd. you got to get the mob mentality going there. Yeah. Oh, for I sure. bet it every round. Why not? Every round, get a hole-in-one. So hole in one, round one, plus 400. Also second round is plus 400. Then third and fourth is plus 800, obviously less golfers. Yeah. But the other thing is, is I think that the people set it up for hole in ones. Like it's part of what they, like, I think Saturday, Sunday, it's not about an ace anymore. This is what I actually think they do a nice job of out there. If you watch like pin placements, they give the people what they want Thursday, Friday, maybe even Saturday. But then on Sunday, while it's still a rowdy crowd, I think they go to a Sunday pin. Like, you know, they, they, they swing the pendulum a little bit back to tournament golf, right? Where, where, you know, I think the first couple days, the best thing you could happen is a sports center moment. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know how much beers are, but I ain't throwing my beer. I think it's disrespectful. I don't throw like your, that part. Throw yeah. your empty I don't cans. like that part. No, empty I don't cans. like that part. I don't like the trash. I think that I think that's taking it too far. Okay. I think the heckling's okay, but I think you thinking you have the right to throw all this crap for someone to have to pick up, I think that's gone too far. That's my lie. So before we got on, you said you like JT Poston, right? Yeah, I like JT. So JT I, top twenty plus like a one forty guy. Top twenty plus one forty, I think, is where you need to go. Then, I mean, I, I know the juice is a lot. Scotty Scheffler, top twenty minus three hundred, I believe, only three times last year was he out. But just take Scotty Scheffler in every tournament for top twenty, and you're gonna make money. So as long as he doesn't putt like Russell, because every once in a while he puts like Russell. Uh, <laughs> how much juice would you that. pay f- for a golfer to make the cut? How much? So is I don't like make the cut because. I don't know, because you pay a ton of it, and and yeah, JT's minus four twenty-five to make the cut. I just, you know, here's why we don't know. What we don't know. You asked about injury reports, like we don't know. You know, you roll his ankle walking on the range. Like it's a, it's, ah, man, I can't do it. Um, how about this one? I, th- I would you take the field at minus three hundred against Scotty, JT, and Max Homa? 
No. If Scotty's rolling the rock, look at him. Like the man, you know, he's not Tiger Woods. Nobody's Tiger Woods. Let's just put him on shelf. Nobody's ever going to do what he did. But, I mean, man, he's in it. And you got to remember, with all these players going to live, it's a week of, like, no ROM. This was a big ROM tournament. ASU guy, right? Well, he's gone. He's at lit. Like, like the fields are weaker. Yeah, no Victor Hovland, too. He, he was good last year, I think, too. The bet really is how bad, how many golf balls I'm going to fire into the desert today. Because let me tell you, I don't do wildlife. So when the grass stops, so don't I. I don't keep. I don't wander off into the stones. Well, that's fair. If you can see the ball, but you choose not to because of that, I don't think that should go against you in losing balls. I think that if you can see it, you didn't lose it. You chose to save your life. Yeah, business. Yeah, decision. man. I don't. I don't. I don't do wildlife, man. I don't want a rattlesnake anywhere near. Yeah. Me. Like you had to wear cowboy boots out there to be protected on the golf course. Yeah, I. I don't do it, Professor. Good to have you back on board. You have anything to say to your allegiance of fans who say hello to you in a grocery store? Would you like to say anything to him right here on the pod? Yeah, just um, I'm happy to be back. I can't wait to provide all this great information for you this year. And I appreciate it. I will support. say the professor and I talk for the listeners. <clears throat> We're going to do our pod like always. We're going to try to give you the best predictions we can. But we feel like looking back, that practice, even the short practices, do a better job of skewing our opinions. So we're going to do a better job following up with some social stuff, right, Trav? So follow along on social. Subscribe to the pod, follow along on social, and we'll try to keep you up to date with what we're dreaming all weekend long. We don't know if you go into details, but has there been any tweaks that you can tease about the model? Any updates? No, I, I think we're going to update the model after practice and qualifying. And so that will... I know, think we were we're going to have a, two models, right? We're going to have a, a pre car on track model that we're going to use for the show and discuss it but make sure you tune back in because the model will absolutely be rerun with the information of qualifying and practice and you'll have either a saturday night or a sunday morning depending on the weekend an updated model last year we were more about the bet slip this is going to be more of hey after everything we've seen this is now what we think because that way the listener can bet on it like tim's or Maybe he has to put a fantasy lineup in. Maybe he just has a side bet with his neighbor. We, we, we want to provide as much information as possible. I like it. Love so it. I, have, I have one more bet I want to put out there. Oh, let's hear it. What's the over-under, Stevie, on the time it takes you to get the top of Camelback? <clears throat> well, in the spring, when, when we were here in the fall, what was our official time? It's like 40-some minutes. I think I can improve that a solid six minutes. Okay. You doing it today? I think it's a tomorrow before going to the golf tournament. You better do it before the golf tournament, not after. <laughs> yeah, All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. With season two. Season two of Dirty Mode Doe. Uh, remote, we're spread everywhere. Thanks for tuning in. Good luck in the Super Bowl. Good luck on your NASCAR futures. Good luck on the PGA out of Waste Management. Uh, get all your bets in, and may all your bets pay off. Check out Dirty Mo Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.